Hey guys, and welcome to the show. This is your host, Mohamed Halaiba. As we are getting closer to the board, we're less than four weeks away from our initial board examination. I would like to take a moment to tell you to take a brief and to relax our board examiners while some of the questions will be tricky. The intent of them is not to fail you. So keep that in mind. If you were to perform poorly in one section, that does not mean that you're performing poorly overall. And just know if you get a series of questions that you don't know or you're performing poorly at, this will change in the next section. And if it doesn't change in the next session, then you know you're being too harsh on yourself and that you're doing all right. Almost everyone who studied and just put some effort into their studying will pass Physics tends to be the harder of the sections because we do not apply it in our daily life as radiologists. So I would focus on the last couple of weeks on making sure you know the uh, most high-yield topics in physics. As of now, I'm only planning to release one more episode, which is focusing on the GI review. It would be the final GI review episode. It will hopefully be released next Monday morning, and I'm not going to release any new episode, but I rather want to point you out to the first 30 or so episodes that I have produced. Those episodes do not cover a particular topic, but rather they're really high-yield facts covering every facet, and so one question will cover GI, the next question will talk about Nero. While these episodes do not have a particular title, which might be confusing for others as some of the reviewers of the podcast had noted, it is intentional that they do not have a specific topic because the goal of this podcast is to be unique and not cover a single topic per episode and rather have random facts as if you're taking a test. And so my recommendation is to go back and listen to these episodes as much as you can, or as many of those episodes as you can, as they do all contain unique facts and unique set of questions that I'm trying to cover. The ABR exam this year is going to be different than prior years, and the ABR has issued an updated statement on the requirements and the expectation for the exam. If you go to the ABR website course section, it's really very hard to find the requirement and the information page for it. But if you search ABR remote exam basics, you will find a PDF document which lists the requirements and changes. And I will go over the key pieces of information that they mention in that document. I also will attach a link to that document in the show notes. Here is the minimal ABR computer requirement. One, you need to have an internet service of at least 5 megabits per second. That's really uh, not very fast, but I would make sure I have actually Ethernet and not wireless connection if possible. Secondly, you can take this exam on a laptop or a desktop. You're not allowed to take it on an iPad or tablet. It has to be running either Windows 10 or Mac OS 10 or higher. 
and they have requirement of RAM, which almost all the PCs that we have today have it. And the key thing that is really different is you have to have the latest version of Google Chrome installed because that's the software that they use the exam runs on Chrome web browser. Most of hospital computers would have Chrome, but some hospitals have restrictions about installing Chrome. So if your hospital limits the use of Google Chrome, then I recommend using your own laptop. You must have a webcam and a microphone as well as speakers. The webcam basically needs to be on one because they will ask you to perform a 300 degree, 360 degree check of the room that you're in, making sure that there, there are no people around you and no open books that you can cheat from. And which is, you know, I guess is bad for ABR, but they have to guarantee that everyone has the same chance. So they don't want to make an excuse for people to say this exam is invalid. Uh, secondly, a microphone that needs to be on as well as speakers. I believe that Proctor would be able to talk to you or if they see any irregularities, they would be able to tell you, uh, I guess, not to do it. But I have not done the exam yet, so I'm not certain for sure. But microphone, camera, and uh, a Google Chrome is the highest requirement. Make sure that you have all of those. In terms of the exam location, ABR says you can take it anywhere as long as the place that you choose meets certain criteria. One, minimal disruption, so you have to be almost in a room by yourself, ideally away from other people with minimal disruptions and minimal noise around you. You cannot have open books or open material. You can't have your cell phone around you. You can't have another computer in the room. I guess that's part of them asking you to scan the room that you're in. It would be really hard to scan the room that you're in from a laptop perspective. So if you have a laptop, I would try to get a secondary USB camera. This way it would be easy to just move the camera around rather than moving your whole laptop and, and set up around. Um, ABR says that it's okay to have a second monitor, but they say it's preferred. So this is very vague in terms of what's the role of a second monitor. I would just make sure I have two monitors if I can. One might be my laptop monitor because I don't trust the hospital's computers. And the second one probably will be a monitor that I connect my laptop to. Um, then you're allowed to have a whiteboard that has the maximum dimension of 8.5 by 11 uh, inches with a dry erase markers and an eraser. Now, for the physics part, they say it's required to have a whiteboard. So it's not required for the first two days, but for the physics section, it's required. And you're allowed to have drinks and beverages. You're allowed to have snacks. You're allowed to have medications. And you're not allowed to have a headset unless you're doing the oral exam. So for our core exam, you're not allowed to have a headset. One final advice in terms of registering for the test based on the friends or colleagues who have taken the in-service exam, they said that the proctors were very busy and it took them long enough time to check their room. So they would sign in, let's say, at 10.15 and they're scheduled at 10.30 one of our uh, co-residents did not have a proctor check him in until an hour after he began 
his signing in process. So he checked in at 11, 10, 15, was not able to start his test until 11, 15. So make sure if you need to go to the bathroom, you do it right before you actually start the setting up process. Also, make sure that you sign up early, meaning if you're exam, if you're at the 10 o'clock session, make sure that you're signed in around 9.30 and getting ready to start because once you get started, it's, it's going to be very hard because you'll be waiting for someone to, for a proctor to validate your room and allow you to start the exam. Then once you start the exam, uh, you'll have to sit and complete a session before you can take a break. And they say that the questions will lock every 30 questions, uh, which means that you cannot go back and change your answer. So I think taking restroom breaks would be very difficult, at least in the first part of the test, until you make sure you have a rhythm of being able to get in and get out uh, appropriately without losing too much time. So I would avoid drinking coffee at least earlier on in the part of the test and let your adrenaline do the work for you. I would probably start drinking coffee after the first or, or second hour of your drinking monster energy drink. I would start that after rather than start it in the morning and, you know, fill your bladder and having to go pee in the middle of the test or while you're waiting for a proctor, which is inconvenient. So again, the key thing is uh, do not hydrate yourself in the morning. Just go dehydrated at least in the first part of the test until you're checked in and then Make sure you go to the bathroom right before you're checked in and uh, make sure you take your breaks wisely until you figure out the system. This is the first time ABR is doing the remote exam, so it will be difficult and we need to understand the struggles that they're going with. They're trying to do this test, so it's not easy to do it uh, smoothly. So let's be patient and let's focus on taking the exam and passing the exam and hopefully all of us who did the work and struggled and studied again and again and again, would be able to pass without any issues and with minimal disruptions. And best of luck, guys.